Hey girl, it's Shara Latisse and welcome to today's episode. Welcome. If you are new here, hey girl. If you are true here, hey girl, hey. <laughs> Happy whatever day you are tuning in and I pray that your day is blessed, that your evening is blessed, that your afternoon is blessed. I pray that you are well, that you are whole, and that you are healing. So here we are. And I kind of got something that I really want to share with y'all. Now listen, this episode got your girl turned all the way up okay I have tried to record this so many times and it didn't save then I added it to a, a older episode like I just could not be great so here I am recording this again for the umpteenth time but I gotta get this off my chest so, if you have not done so already, let your friends know that we are here. We are live. Share this on your platforms because other people uh, can stand to listen to what we have to share. Okay, so this week's episode is entitled, It is is not your fault. So I'm going to tell you where this topic uh, derived from. So last week sometime, maybe the week before, it's all a blur at this point. I was driving home from somewhere and I just happened to turn the radio on and I felt like I was kind of eavesdropping on Keith Sweat and the young lady that he was talking to and I can't really say exactly what the topic of the day was but from what she was explaining I kind of feel like it was about your cheating man and or woman and if you want to know and be told if your partner is cheating and so this particular young lady, uh, because it was a young lady and she was talking about a man and I am a woman and this station is for women, uh, we are talking about the perspective of a woman dating a man. And so she simply stated like, yes, I want to know if my man is cheating because I want to know what I am doing wrong and how I can fix it, basically, so that he does not cheat. And I listened to her talk and I wanted to be her friend. I wanted her number. I wanted to slide in her DMs. I wanted to get her a V8 because, baby, it is not your fault if your partner decides because it is a decision I feel to cheat on you I'm not taking no ownership of that 
I did not put you in a car. I did not drive you over. I did not invite this woman into our relationship. That's something that you did. And so many women, I dare not say all, so many women uh, associate with this perspective that it is something that they did that drove their man to cheat. And if only they could be better, if only they could be prettier, if only they could be smarter, he wouldn't do it. And I am here to tell you that he would. Because there is something internally that he needs to sort out within himself that would have him uh, going against a commitment that he made to you. Uh, Whether you guys are married or not, if you are in an exclusive relationship and that man makes a decision to step out on you, the error is with him. The error is with him. The error is with him. Sometimes you got to hear something more than once for it to really process. That's what I've been told, right? And so I just was so sad in hearing this because I know that so many other women have taken this posture. And I was reminded of my own self. Um, And I... I do this because I want to help other people win. I want to see other women uh, walking in their worth and their purpose boldly uh, without feeling guilty for choosing to operate and accept their best self. And so I can recall two different instances when I was in relationships and got cheated on, right? They were both... I would call the first instance where I was in a relationship, right? I just knew that we were going to the end, okay? Um, (laughs) I met him when I was about 16 or 17, and I do believe that we stayed in relationship with each other for about uh, eight or nine years. It's been so long ago. And I, when I tell you, I was paper Bible saved, y'all. I did not want to do anything that offended my good Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I was young. My mama did not play, okay? There was no BET watching. Uh, We wore skirts, like, in the wintertime, doilies. Like, honey, we were saved, okay? She didn't play that. So, I knew that saving myself was so important to me and I also wanted to honor God so when I entered into this relationship and I listen I make I made no apologies for that back then um if you wanted to be with me I let you know straight out the gate listen this is what it is and this is what it ain't okay and if you want to proceed proceed with caution know what you are getting yourself into and the gentleman that uh, made a decision that he could walk this walk with me. <laughs> he, he didn't make it to the finish line, y'all, because he was not capable at the time to not engage. Uh, and so at the time I had, uh, I believe it was a 99 grand am white. And back then I had personalized license plates and I, 
I don't remember all the details, but I remember, I believe, someone calling me and telling me like, hey girl, (laughs) I see your car at a complex where this girl stay. I think your man is over here. I said, say less. Now listen, this is a safe space. I don't judge you and you don't judge me. Okay. Because I was saved, but the Lord had not delivered me yet from like my hot headness and my get back. Right. So I caught my then boyfriend at the time and I was like, um, you have my car over such and such place. And he was like, no, <laughs> the lies. Well, he was an adversary. Use him. The lies. Because who else has my car with my personalized license plate? Okay. I said, you're going to have to come better than that. And so I pulled up on him. And I went to his mama's house. And I went into his mama's room. And I told his mama, I said, listen here, I am done with your son because he does not know how to keep his friend in line. And she sat up on that bed and she said, what? I said, yes, your man's been out here cheating on your girl. And she was so devastated at the time. And I just told him I was done. And I got in my car and I came home and um, he has some things here. I remember it like it was yesterday, (laughs) y'all. I can laugh about it now because (laughs) your girl needed God, okay? Y'all be seeing me if you see me in real life and you hear me on this podcast and maybe I talk really, really well and you think that I have never been through experience or done some crazy things. I am not that Christian, okay? Because baby, I have a story, okay? And so I came home And I just threw everything on the front line of my house. And my mom came running after me. And she was like, girl, what's wrong with you? What's going on? And I told her. And she was like, we don't live like this, honey. It was like a scene out of waiting to exhale, honey. And call me Leon Whitfield, right? (laughs) Because baby, I threw that stuff on that front line. And she was just like, we don't live like this. And I, listen, fade to black because I didn't hear nothing. (laughs) And I was just so hurt and I was so devastated that this man that I made a choice to be with for that long decided that what I had to offer was not good enough for him. Wasn't me. Because I was clear from the jump that this was not Uh, something that I wanted to engage in and he could not handle it and not that I was perfect in that relationship and not that you know boundaries weren't crossed to some degree but I knew that I was never at that point in my life going to be having sex with someone that was not my husband and so he came over and he apologized and whoop de whoop de whoop you know they're always sorry when they get caught right because he would have never told me and so um I 
made a decision after that. Like we broke up and um, I just love is just, oh, I love it. God really gave me this heart for love and my friends. And you guys have heard me say this, that I just live like a Disney princess <laughs> in my brain. Like, I just think that love is beautiful and that people can work anything out. Right. And I was a child of divorce. Sorry, mom. Um, and so I know what that looks like. I, I know that I, I never want to put my children through that. And yes, I am well aware that there are some things that you need to separate yourself from. I do not blame my parents, um, for making the decision that they made for the betterment of their lives. I'm so happy to have been raised by the best mother in all of creation. God loves me so much that he gave me her, (laughs) y'all. So she is just so strong, right? And um, and if truth be told, she was telling me I don't throw stuff on the front line, but I ain't gonna tell her stories. <laughs> so I just know that the heart that God has given me for love and relationships, um, that I just wanted to work things out. And I'm not saying that this was God at all because listen, this was all Shira and the way that I wanted to live my life during that time. Uh, But I didn't make it easy for him to come back into my life. And when I tell you I made that man work, I mean, I did things, listen, y'all, that I just, I just feel like any other situation, any other relationship, that man would have been like, oh no, sis, you crazy. I'm I'm out of here. I remember, I'm like, okay, we have to go to therapy. Listen, y'all, and this was just my boyfriend. And I think I was, at this point when we broke up, I was in college. And I'm just like, apparently, no, this is not my fault, but there are some things that you need to work on. And I'm willing to to walk this process out with you so that we can be better communicators um, so that you don't do this again. So we have, we were going to, to counseling, right? relationship counseling and my heart was not in it because I would make him go and then I was also we were single still we hadn't I don't think we were back together when we were doing this because you needed to show me some things I needed to see change a sorry just wasn't gonna do it but in my mind I had already detached myself so I was like going out with other guys and he knew this um and I he would we would have plans I would make him wait for me I would be out with some other guy and whenever I felt like I was ready to get back to you and do whatever we had planned then I would do it that's how crazy I was Thank God for Jesus. But I'm like, you hurt me. So I'm not going to make this easy for you, right? I'm I'm going somewhere. I'm getting back to Keith Sweat and the girl who needed a V8, okay? But I did not make it easy for him. And although I, I really just got to the place where I was like, you know what? I, I just can't even do it, right? I, there's nothing. I, I won't be able to trust you anymore because there were other things in that relationship that should have told me to chuck the deuces. I didn't like who I had become in that relationship. I remember early in our relationship, y'all, this is how young we were when Nokia cell phones had first came out and he had this phone. I remember hiding it, y'all. I remember hiding it, putting his phone on silent 
And he like, oh my gosh, I can't find my phone. What, you want me to call it? <laughs> I'm calling it knowing good and gosh darn well I know where that phone is at. And now he got to go throughout the day without his phone. But guess what I'm doing? I'm in the bathroom hiding looking through his phone trying to see things and seeing things that I did not want to see but did I leave him no I didn't I didn't and why because he was telling you oh this is not that like I can't read y'all and please uh, I can read well been reading for a long time okay but it was always a that's not what that means that's not that and he was a as young he was older than me uh, he's only a year older than me, but he was such a good provider for me, right? Took really, really good care of me. My love, my love language is gifts. There was like, and just listen, that's where he got me. And I was just like, so smitten at the time. He was not my first boyfriend, honey. I had others. But there was something about him that was different. And so once we had time, years had passed, right? And people were like, oh, you, you know, you guys were young. He didn't know any better. You can try to work it out and, and forgive him. I hadn't spoken to him in years. And recently within I'll say within the last couple of three years we've had multiple conversations about that situation and he has apologized for his discretion um and I because I had done the work and I had healed and I am not in the same crazy space that I was in um I was able to forgive him and and he not that he needed to reassure me because I knew that it had nothing to do with me. Um, but he let me know that it was not my fault that he did what he did. He should have had better self-control. And that there were things inside of him that he needed to be honest about. And I don't recall during that time taking ownership of his discretion. But honey, I do know I was mad frustrated I did not date for three years after that because I made a vow to myself like I ain't gonna never let that happen to me again and when I say never I mean never I still entertain people but I never got into a relationship because I could not be hurt like that again and so then I met this other guy I made it very clear to this individual, like, listen, I've been single for three years. I did not get into any relationship because I don't have time for the games. And even back then, I knew that the dating pool had pee in it, <laughs> honey. And I, it, it ain't enough chlorine to get the pee out, apparently. And so I made it very clear. This is what I want. This is what I do not want. If you cannot do this, that, and a third, there is no point in even trying to be over here with me and they always do right in the beginning they put their best foot forward and I, I was in a different space when I tell this story or I talk about how I went from an eight-year relationship uh, abstaining and then getting into a situation and not 
People are like, how did you do that? I wish I knew. I don't know. I don't know what was going on in my life. Um, I don't. It wasn't that. Listen, I was still going hard for the good Lord. Still doing things. uh, Still helping out. Still loving and serving God with my whole heart. But something was different about this time. And I went all the way, y'all. And I was devastated. I know that you guys have heard me say that before in previous episodes. Um, And I beat myself up for that for years, right? And I'm telling you this because I want you to know that it's not your fault. I was with a man who I did not engage with and he cheated. Then I got into a situation with a man that I did engage with and he still was unfaithful. So you can be everything and then some. And if that man is not in control of his emotions, if he has not dealt with his trauma, if he cannot practice self-control, listen, he's going to do what he wants to do. And it is not your fault. I remember the second time when I was in this situation because remember I told you I didn't date for I didn't get in a relationship with anybody for three years after that first incident and when I got into this situation this second go round and it happened again oh honey talk about a savage if y'all thought I was throwing stuff on the front line before Your girl became so ruthless. And I was just, again, like, I do not like what I am becoming because that's not me. I am a lover. I really don't like to be angry. I really do not like to fight. I really do not like drama. I don't like it. And so I found myself doing the same things almost. And I feel like the second go around, it got worse with my behavior because I was a little bit older. And I was like, I waited three years. And the first time I tried to take a dive, this is what we get. Oh, honey, no. And after I had already made a vow to myself that I was never going to get played like this again. And after I gave you a gift that you didn't deserve, this is how you repay me. Oh, honey, no. It was up and it was stuck. You hear me? I just became so I didn't care. I I did not care. And although I knew it was not my fault, because it was not, because again, if I, I cannot go into details about how amazing I am, right? And that's like me being humble. You know what you are. You know how amazing you are. Don't let nobody tell you any different. I know that I was good to these people that I was with. Perfect? No. Good to them? 
Absolutely. Um, so to to be in that type of situation only uh, it was only by the grace of God, right? That the, that the things that I did did not escalate as far as they could have been, honey. First forty eight, just ruthless, right? And so I never took ownership that it was my fault that they cheated. Now, the way that I reacted, oh, absolutely, honey. I own that, okay? And I have made peace with the Lord <laughs> on that. Um, And it took prayer. It took separation. And I had to be ready, right? I have friends who would come to me for this for the situation just be like this is not healthy you you should not be doing this he's doing this he's doing that and listen I just was not ready um and I there were things that I just wanted to do right and so when I meet women who are in similar situations I don't judge them because I know what that process looked like. My prayer for them always is to not stay as long because the longer that you stay in a toxic relationship, the longer it keeps you from what God has purposed for you. And listen, I've been out of those situations for a long time, still very much single, still very much unmarried. It doesn't mean that when you decide to sever ties that immediately the blessing comes, but it doesn't also mean that it's going to take forever either. And I did not want to continue to prolong that process. So when a woman comes to me and they keep going back to an ex that that is not good for them I try to provide them with tools because I know just simply telling them that he's not good for you they're not hearing that and it will simply be when they are ready and I just don't want it to be a long time And that's always my prayer because I know what it is like, again, to be in a toxic situation that is not growing. Um, You have all of the signs. You see them. You're asking God. You're praying God. And he creates a way of escape for you. And (laughs) you escape and then come right on back in the front door. Why? I see so many women. I'm always asking God, like, God, what is it? I literally, we're all adults here. I was talking to one of my closest friends and I was like, I never want to have um, sex so good, right? That it makes me lose my, my common sense. Is that what it is? Like, God, if it's that, if I'm gonna go crazy and not be able to make right decisions, Listen, keep that away from me because I'm trying to figure out what is it that makes us stay with a man that clearly shows us 
that he does not choose us. We have to start choosing ourselves because we are worthy. We're worthy of it. I tell women all the time, stop waiting for somebody to make a decision about you. Because if you have to decide between me and the other person, choose the other person because there should not be a choice. When I heard her say that, she wanted to know what she could do so that she can keep her man from cheating. My heart was hurt because it is not your fault. I get emotional when I talk about this because... I don't want women to settle. I don't want and I listen, I know men that will that will beat you down so that will tell you you'll never get anybody else. I'm the only person that wants you listen. I had a situation tell me that when other guys like really good guys, y'all spank on me for, you know, letting them get away, but whatever. When they started to get married and start having families, I remember the situation, like either texting me or calling me and asking me, wow, how do you feel that you let them get away? And I was like, you little demon seed, (laughs) because he knew that during that time, I was entertaining you. And he said that to be smart. And I could have easily slipped back into that first 48, Shira. But I didn't. I said, you know what? I'm happy for them. I'm happy because I know that God has his best for me. And maybe that wasn't it. And honey, we all know that you were not it. (laughs) Okay? So I get really, really emotional because I have been that girl who stayed way longer than she should have. But I learned so much that I am here to share this with you because I want to see you healed. I want to see you not ignoring the red flags i want to see you not blaming yourself because you gave um love a fair shot listen i know the kind of heart that god gave me and those two i was gonna call them duds (laughs) y'all but i'm not gonna call them duds and because those two that relationship and that situation didn't work out. It didn't ruin me, right? I, I'm not going to be closed off from love. I did not give them the best of me because I am not all that God has for me. He's still doing some things for you, girl. So when I get to where I'm supposed to be, y'all, listen, the upgrade will be so official because I'm not even all of me yet. 
And neither are you. You are not all of you yet. I don't care if you are listening to this and you are 16, if you are 35, if you are 40, if you are 50. I even got some 60 plus year olds. Y'all, I'll be checking my analytics, okay? So it doesn't matter how old you are. You are still not the best of you yet. So although it hurt me, it didn't ruin me because... I have grown. They did not get the best of me. I don't care if you have been married and you are now divorced. You can love again. I tell my mom this all the time. She don't be caring. (laughs) But I tell her this all the time because I know she's listening. I love you, mom. I tell her this all the time. The heart that God gave her, I don't want her to allow failed relationships to keep her um, from what God really wants her to have if that's his will. I want her to be open to that because I want the best for her. If I could spit in the mud myself (laughs) and create something amazing, I would because she deserves it. This is not about her, and I don't know why I'm going this way. Maybe because her birthday is coming up. I don't know. (laughs) But she deserves it because she is amazing. And um, just because somebody cannot uh, realize your greatness, it doesn't mean that you're not great. Uh, They just can't see it. And they are not purposed for you because the right one, they'll see it. They will nurture it. And they will bring out even better things about you. Um, I'm just excited for what God is going to do for all of you under the sound of my voice. If you have been standoffish, if you have been sad, if you have felt like it's never going to happen for me, I challenge you to change your perspective. I challenge you to look at your posture. I Listen, I was there. I told you I felt like God was punishing me for, for not waiting, right? And I really had to like really give that part of my life to God and really heal and allow him to heal that part for me because... I was just an angry mess, right? And now that I'm in a better place, I'm so grateful. Um, And I always say this, I'm so grateful that he delivered me from the mess formerly known as myself. Because baby, it it got real. (laughs) If you are listening to this and you knew me and that part of my life, and then there are people who are listening to this and they see me and they're like, I know y'all are like, Shira? Yes, honey. Yes. Because us Christians, honey, we know how to to put it together, okay? We know. Just now, an image of um, the help, right? When she made that poop pie, honey, listen. The poop was in there, but we knew how to dress it up. We know how to dress up a poop pie. And I knew how to dress it up because I knew that I had people that were looking up to me who who saw me and I did not want to let them down. 
So I kept that part of my life so private. Why was I hiding it from y'all? God knew. <laughs> God knew. And y'all didn't have no final destination to put me in. And now at this part of my life, I choose to be transparent because I am free from that. And there's nothing that anyone can say about what I did or who I did it with because I'm, I don't feel guilty. Am I, uh, I'm not happy about the process that I took, um, and I had to forgive myself. So give yourself permission to heal and to be forgiven so that you can walk in freedom. Be open. God wants to open up new doors. But you have to close those other doors because he never opened those doors anyway. <laughs> um, but he, he gives us the ability to choose. And those relationships... I chose because I don't remember asking God ever if this is what you have for me. And sometimes you have to allow people to bump their head. And I did. And now that the swelling has gone down and I am healed now, I am here to help you so that you do not make the same mistakes and that you don't call in to Keith Sweat and ever say, what can you do so that you can keep your man from cheating on you? Because, sis, it is not your fault. It was never your fault. I had to take a breath, y'all. I love y'all so much. And I have never met all of you. I will never meet all of you. But the love that I have for you because you are my sister. I want to see you win so badly. I want to see you walking in your worth. I hope that I said something. That will encourage you and that will be applicable to all relationships, not just uh, intimate relationships with your boyfriend, with your husband. Um, it's not your fault when they make decisions that are contrary to what they said that they are about. And you don't have to accept it. You can forgive, but you don't have to stay in a relationship. That's your choice. Um, but choose you every time you have the opportunity to. I love you so much. I know. I pray that you know that. I want you to know that always. And if there is something that you guys have in your heart that you would like for me to weigh in on, email me at charlatise at gmail.com. I appreciate, listen, all the DMs that I get, all the messages that I get about how you are being so encouraged and that you appreciate my ability to be transparent. That really just fuels me to keep going uh because if we are not growing then why are we here so until next time hey girl